Welcome to the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast, a program dedicated to helping you grow your dental or healthcare practice. We discuss exactly what you need to do to get more patients using the internet, to increase your search rankings, and to be seen as the leader in your local market. In each episode, you'll learn strategies to help you increase your online visibility. We'll teach you how you can convert your website visitors into new patients and get more calls from your website. If you've ever wondered why you don't show up in local search results, whether or not you should get involved with social media, how your competitors have so many reviews, if Google Ads are worth it or anything else related to online marketing, then you've come to the right place. We discuss all this and more on our weekly podcast. Thanks for joining us. This is Tyson Downs of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. And today, in episode 78, we're going to be talking about how much should a dentist spend to acquire a new patient. Before we do that, though, let's get started with some motivation. And the quote is from Albert Einstein, a person who has never made a mistake, never tried anything new. I have a lot of faults, a lot of things that I can do better. But one thing that I've never understood is somebody that doesn't try something because they're afraid that they're going to fail. To me, that doesn't make sense. It that's where we grow. Nobody expects to be or should expect to be a pro at something the first time that they do it. You, know, you can't expect to be a world-class pianist or, you know, one of the best bodybuilders or whatever it may be, you know, the first time that you step on stage. You know, it just doesn't work like that. So, the learning process is going to be long for something that you something that's hard and you really want to accomplish and you're going to fail along the way. That's just how it is. That's just what you need to accept. So just keep that in mind when you fail. Don't consider it a a failure per se, but consider it just, you know, just a bump in the road along the path. So a good question that I get on a regular basis is, I'm not sure how much I should spend on my marketing or how much should I spend on marketing? And that's a good question, but I think that there needs to be a little bit more information. And what we need, what dentists need to consider first is how much is a new patient to them worth? According to couple different surveys that I read and reports that I read, one of them from New Patients Inc., another one from The Wealthy Dentist, the average value is about $1,000 of a new patient. Now, from dentists that I've spoken to, the average is much higher, more in the $2,500 to $5,000 range if we look at their lifetime value. Now, that's just them. That's not including their family. It's not including any referrals. So we'll still be conservative and we'll say the average value is that $1,000. So average value of one new patient is $1,000. How much, that's over their lifetime, how much are you going to spend to get that $1,000 new patient coming in the doors? Let's look at it a little bit deeper. So we'll say, for example, that you're getting in 40 new patient leads per month. And when I say a lead, that's somebody that could potentially become a patient. Just say that you're spending $2,000 a month on your marketing. You're getting 40 new leads. That means you're spending about $50 per lead. That may seem like a lot. You know, if you think I'm paying 50 bucks just for somebody potentially to reach me. Yeah, I can understand where you're coming from. But just say, for example, that you're closing 17 of those. So 17 of those leads and with an average lifetime value of $1,000, you know, that's $17,000 projected lifetime value from those new patients, which obviously is pretty good. So if we go back just a little bit, how much does that lead actually cost us? Then we'll take the $2,000 spend that we're doing per month, divide that by the 17, and we get $117 per new acquisition. We call that CPA, cost per acquisition. 
So I think anybody in their right mind is going to spend $117 to get a $1,000 lifetime value new patient. So based on lifetime value of these 17 new patients, you know, that's $17,000, you know, projected revenue that we're going to get. And what's the ROI of that? We can figure that out easily. What we do is we take in our projected lifetime value, divide that by our marketing spend. So $17,000 divided by the $2,000, that's an 850% ROI. So being a little bit more conservative, of course, we just say that our monthly spend is $1,500 on marketing and you know we're getting five new patients does that still make sense you know let's figure it out here so five new patients we figure out lifetime value is five thousand dollars you know because we figured out on average lifetime value is one thousand each so that's five thousand dollar new revenue that we are expecting to bill over the lifetime of that patient and we spent fifteen hundred well that seems to me like it makes sense what is the roi of that five thousand divided by fifteen hundred is 333%. So in other words, for every dollar that you spend on marketing, you're getting $3.33 back. You know, to me, that seems like a no-brainer. If you're working with a, a good marketing firm that knows what they're doing, a good dental internet marketing experienced firm that, you know, understands lifetime value of patients, understands your goals and the industry, you know, because every industry is slightly different. If you're working with somebody that understands that, then you should be able to accomplish these goals. But set realistic expectations. Don't expect that you're going to pay $500 a month for internet marketing and you're going to be getting in 30 new patients, you know. I don't know, typically it's not going to work like that. And, you know, really, should it? Where else can you get that kind of return? Most places it would be impossible. So to get a 333% return on your investment, is that good? You know, I would say, yeah. And remember that's going with the conservative $1,000 per patient of lifetime value. As I said, other dentists that I've talked to have said between 2,500 and 5,000. So in that case, you know, if you're spending $2,500 per month on marketing, you know, if you get five new patients in, then your ROI is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. But the key is tracking this information. What we do with our clients is we will track in the source of calls. We'll track if it's a Google organic call from any search engine, if it's organic or if it's a paid ad call. So somebody clicked on an ad and and called it. Um, So we're going to know that. And then it's important for your staff to be able to track what those patients did if those leads ended up being booked appointments or not and the source of those calls that's extremely important because you're never going to know you're just going to be kind of shooting in the dark if you're guessing you know i well i think that i got this many customers or new patients but i'm not sure you can't do that you got to know your numbers you got to know on a regular basis how many people you're getting in the doors and how many people are coming from the different sources for most dentists number one is always going to be referrals but there's no reason that internet marketing can't be number one or you know a close second. If you're doing it right, if you're spending the dollars with the right company, then they're going to be able to help you understand what type of calls you're getting, what type of web traffic you're getting. Oh, and if you haven't listened to it yet, be sure to to go back and listen to the episode that we did on how you can tell how much traffic you're getting to your site. That was episode 77. But a good dental internet marketing company is going to be able to understand this and give you this information that you need. So there you have it. Episode 78. How much should you spend? Figure out your lifetime value, you know, and you can even have ballpark numbers there and then figure out, you know, what you can comfortably spend per month. And then you'll be able to see what your cost per lead is and what your cost per acquisition is and what your return on investment is. But it's extremely important that you track the numbers, that you don't just ballpark it, that you have a very, very, very good idea and a very close estimation, if not 
exact of what you're getting in the doors through the different marketing methods. So there you have it. That is episode 78. Be sure to tune in next time when we're going to be on episode 79 talking about exactly how doctors can use the internet to get new patients. Hopefully we'll be able to present a few new ideas for you so that you can understand some different ways. You can come up with different ideas of how you can market your practice. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And remember, your business, like life, is what you make of it. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. Implementing just one of the tips you heard today will help your practice move one step closer toward dominating your local market. If you've got more questions or you're looking for recaps, show notes, or even more resources to help you grow your practice, check us out online at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com.